Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hello. Welcome to the Viewmasters. Episode 318. Lilo and Stitch. My name's Joe. <laughs> Why is it the first time you've done that tonight? I was saving it for the podcast. <laughs> Hello. Hello. My name is Eric. Hello, Eric. <laughs> Ah, uh, that threw me for a loop. <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> Holy Christ. <laughs> you don't need me. You have stitched again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, how are you? <laughs> Fantastic. Excellent. <laughs> uh, and yourself, sir. I'm, I'm doing all right. Uh, how long have you been able to do that voice? Oh, I know it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, uh, 15 years? Wow. <laughs> Maybe? Off and on? Okay. Yeah. Not something I do very often. <laughs> I mean, I've known you for 20-some years, mm-hmm. and yeah, this is the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a, don't have occasion to bust it out, so. Fair. Honestly, when you picked a movie last week, I was like, Yes. <laughs> Finally, I can put this otherwise useless talent to, to use. I'm curious about the off part. You said off and on. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know what I would have. I don't do it all the time. Is what I mean by off and on. Oh, so uh, she's already spoken. Yeah. Uh, We have a guest. We do. Uh, And for the first time in show history, it's not Jason Young. That is very strange to me. Who? Wow, rude. (laughs) (laughs) He is is a founding Gutter Trash Podcast Network member, (laughs) madam. (laughs) You will have respect for Jason Young. He's in actually, your mouth. He, he is the one Jason I can actually remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, and the masked one, I guess. Sure. Oh, yeah. Boris. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be honest, those are the only two that matter. It's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to think of other Jasons. Exactly. You cannot. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis. There you go. Yeah. He's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think we we talked about him last week. I, we bit. did. Yeah. 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 Potentially not a great person. Yeah. No, not when you get served like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she got served. Momoa. Oh yeah. Oh right. yeah. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, I guess yes. I should take him uh, off my list because I forgot about him. <laughs> Jason David Frank, oh the uh, the Green Ranger Aww. from Power Rangers, rest in rest in Power Rangers. 
I'm sorry, that's really rude. That's really rude, and I felt bad about it as soon as it came out of my mouth. I don't think he would feel bad about it. No, okay. Oh. Jason Aaron? Yeah, that's a guy. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, on to our guest. Yeah. Who needs introduction? She does need an introduction. Uh. So, so Joe, I, I would say that uh, you and I are are a very specific type of nerd in which our our expertise uh, primarily lies in one one area, more or less. Yes, uh, and and our guest here uh, is also a nerd, but in a different area, and one kind of relevant to this show. Yeah, or at least this particular for episode. today for for to, yeah, today's episode. Uh, my really good friend Stephanie Cooper is here. Hi. Hello. Hi, Stephanie. Nice to meet you. Uh, for the very first time. Yes. <laughs> well, the listener for the first time, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I am a proxy for the listener in yeah. this scenario. Ah. Uh, well, I have, I have been in the... I have listened in on a few episodes. That's true, you have been in the room before. You have, yeah. Um, but yeah, you... Uh, I have very specific talent for Disney trivia. Okay. I was, yeah, you, you're a Disney nerd. Yeah. And, like, you literally just got back from Disney. I did. I did. <laughs> I am a recovering Disney adult. I fell off are the you, wagon are this you recovering? weekend. Well, okay, so I fell off the wagon this weekend because I said that I was going to stop going after my trip in August, but my friend's daughter turned 21 this past weekend, and we've been planning her 21st birthday at Epcot since she was 14. So I couldn't, I couldn't bow out That's on that. Like, seems excessive, but okay. <laughs> Listen, any excuse to take somebody drinking, <laughs> even if it costs several thousand dollars around the world, and a trip to Florida, and, and the planning begins when they're a minor, of course. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait to get this fucking child hammers. <laughs> just, just three years older than your own son. <laughs> no, she's four. She was, she was four years older, but um. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see if we're back to Disney by the time he turns 21. <laughs> Probably not. So how did you get into Disney? Um, I don't know. I guess, like, I was five when The Little Mermaid came out, and that just kind of became, like, an instant obsession. And I've had, like, a thing for Ariel, and then... <laughs> and me too. All, well, all Disney movies pretty much since then. Um, but I actually didn't like the, the Disney adult part is different from the movies. Um, I didn't become like one of those until I was 26. Um, that was my first trip down there, but the movies and stuff, I don't know. I've always had just like a, a mind for trivia. Like it's full of useless information. Sure. Except for comic information. I, I don't think I retain any of that. I lean on you heavily for that. that that's fair. Um, I know a little. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Disney was just uh, a good babysitter when I was a kid. Okay. And well, I would say that that seems to be true for a lot of kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, like, you know, I, I definitely saw a lot of Disney movies when I was a kid. I'm sure Joe did as well. Mm-hmm. But, but what, like, if you can pinpoint anything that's, like, Makes it push further than just, you know, 
I'm a kid. My parents are forcing me to watch Disney movies, and you know. <laughs> so there are there are definitely people who talk about like what would Walt do and how he would be turning over in his grave over completely polarizing topics. I think part of it for me is just that he started everything because he wanted to have an opportunity for the whole family to be involved. And I think that's kind of why it's always been something that I gravitate towards is in general, it's all family friendly. It's something that you can enjoy from three years old to 103. I don't know. That's kind of cheesy. Um, I mean, a little bit, but a little that's, bit. There's that's, nothing that's, wrong with cheese. It, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a bright spot. I mean, yeah. as long as it's cheesy sincerity, you know. Yeah, it's it's been, I guess, kind of like an escapism thing for me. But then also, yeah, I've been noticing lately, Lilo and Stitch included, that they all make me cry anymore. <laughs> all of the movies make me cry. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this one got a little rough. That sucks. <laughs> Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I kind of welled up uh, one, once or twice during the movie. Yeah. Um, There's about 15 minutes there where I was glad I was sitting in darkness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched it in... I watched it just about a year ago. And that was my first time watching it in a long time. And I definitely sobbed then. Yeah. I was okay today. It was, you know, my normal, unbothered self. <laughs> so when did this come out? Was it like 98? It was 2002. Oh, wow. Way later than I expected. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I do remember that because I have trivia about that. Gotcha. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I remember having seen it in college and thinking it was, it was fun and cute. And I could do the voice of the alien. <laughs> <laughs> and it's different. And, and, and that Nani was hot. <laughs> Nani is hot. Right. Uh, yeah, like, we need to get that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, like, Why doesn't she just go become a model? <laughs> if she's looking for a job. <laughs> I, uh, so this is my first time seeing this movie. Uh, but I remember, and, and it was never because of any kind of like, yeah, yeah fuck Disney kind of yeah. thing. It was just, I just skipped over it. Uh, as I've learned over the last couple of years, uh, you know, meeting Stephanie and, and her, you know, obsession with Disney and then being friends with people who have kids who are showing their kids Disney stuff all the time and being asked, well, why haven't you seen this? I, was like, I don't know. Because <laughs> there's a lot out there to watch, and sometimes I mostly just want to watch stuff for adults. Right. <laughs> Not stuff just for kids. And even though, you know, there are themes and plots of, of these kids' movies that can be, you know, enjoyed on multiple levels, you know, just for whatever reason, I don't have an aversion to it. I just, like, no, yeah, there's just, other stuff to do. Sure, absolutely. I think uh, that's probably it for me right there. Is I just there's there's so much adult things to do. <laughs> the whole rest of my day, I want Disney because I don't have to be an adult then. I don't have to, you know, be sad and grumpy and grouchy, right. which is my normal. <laughs> Same. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All 
All true. All around. <laughs> <laughs> We're all doing fine. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm uh, lost. Oh, no! Right? No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it was like three quarters of the way through the movie, and I, I asked if we needed to abort. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I remember when the ads for for Lilo and Stitch came out. Like the first thing I thought was like, that one girl looks really hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, uh, Stitch is fucking adorable. Yeah, Stitch is awesome, <laughs> and, cute and fluffy. Yeah, and uh, I guess from the ads, uh, I had absolutely no idea what this movie was actually about. Uh, so twenty some years later, twenty one years later, I had no clue what I was in store for with this movie. That's amazing. That is, yeah. (laughs) Well, Lilo and Stitch is like... Like, I knew he was an alien. Sure. That was it. Sure. They get overshadowed by the princesses. Sure. Fucking princesses. (laughs) I feel like Nani was the precursor for Moana, though, because Moana is also thick. With two C's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. We got what you meant. Oh man. <laughs> so is this? Um, I was just thinking about this while we were watching the movie. Is this the first Disney thing that is like sci-fi, or like first animated Disney sci-fi thing? Anyway, because I know like some of the Treasure the, Planet. When was that? Was that I did not? I don't think I knew that was a Disney thing. Ah, uh, boy! Uh, look it up real quick. Yeah, I threw mine so it wouldn't. Yeah. Be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pull out your pocket computer and look it up. Right, I don't so know why that struck me though, like because the opening of the movie is very just like here's just a bunch of crazy aliens, and then right. and then mostly. You know, humans from there on out. But I think a lot of the live action films from the 60s and 70s, which is like the Disney dark period, I think a lot of those have sci fi undertones. Yeah, yeah. I I think I meant in terms of animation. Animation, okay. Uh, Treasure Planet came out in 2002. Okay. It's the same year. Yeah. And that's Uh, a Disney movie. I didn't know that. Yes, it is. Uh, It also has a very attractive. Female <laughs> character. Okay. Uh, well, I know what I'm picking for next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only thing I know about Treasure Planet is obviously it's a sci fi version of Treasure Island and it was directed by the same people who did Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. Who were sort of responsible for the Disney Renaissance yes. in the late 80s, early 90s. Right. Uh, which also. Treasure Planet possibly tanked, right? Uh, the <laughs> Disney Renaissance. Yeah, I mean, that's why I didn't know it was a Disney movie. It's possible. Yeah. I just knew it was awful, or or not very well received when it came out. Yeah, I've honestly never seen it. Um, I only... thought you liked Disney. I do. <laughs> I do. It? I know. I feel tricked. I know. I know. What about Atlantis? Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. No. Right. No. I have one interest in Atlantis, and it's uh, because Mike Mignola did uh, design work for it. Nice. The creator of uh, Hellboy. Sure. <laughs> I have a giant-ass poster of it in my... Well, I know who Hellboy is. Okay. I, I appreciate what you're saying, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. My only friend. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what'd you think? I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, it was great. It is a good movie. Yeah. I, I want to watch the, the sequel. There's a sequel? Yeah, yeah. Lilo and Stitch 2. Stitch has a Twitch. Is that what it is? <laughs> I think. I've, I've actually not seen the sequel either. I only, I only know what the subtitle is because it came up in, you know, when when the movie ended. The, the next uh, suggested yeah. thing was Lilo and Stitch 2. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, Stitch goes haywire or something. Alrighty. Uh... I'm assuming it was uh, one of the myriad of direct-to-video Disney sequels. Yeah. I would assume so, yes. Uh, and this did also have an uh, animated series, I believe, as mm-hmm. well. Uh, so Joe and I kind of talked about this a little bit last week when I picked the movie. Uh, but, but maybe you can confirm or, or deny for us. Uh, is this the last traditionally animated Disney movie? Um, no, I don't think so. I can't, uh, I honestly don't know. Okay, alright. I figured. I don't, I don't think so. You said she was an expert. I, I know, I know. Well, I was God also. I quit the show. So I was also in college <laughs> when this came out, and I was in college for seven years, so there's like <laughs> seven years of Disney knowledge that I just completely missed out on. <laughs> And then I really didn't pick it back up again until 2013 when Frozen came out. Because I had a child and mm-hmm. a movie had a grip on everybody. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> but it's also a musical. Right. And I knowingly avoid the musicals. <laughs> I like Frozen, but I have a gripe about the musical aspect of it. And my gripe is that there are not enough songs. Frozen 2 is actually better. Have you I, seen that? I have seen that. I, haven't, I don't remember it as well as I remember Frozen. But when I when I listen to the soundtrack to a musical, uh, I want to get the whole story. But, but yeah. uh, do you like Adele Mazine? <laughs> she is wickedly talented. So of course I do. <laughs> but yeah, the music or the, the songs for Frozen... Uh, just end, like, before the end of the second act. There's nothing in the third act. There are no songs. So it's just, it's a, it's all build up and then no, no payoff when it comes to listening to the this, this soundtrack, which is really kind of disappointing. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, uh, so... <laughs> The movie we just watched. Yeah, I mean the. I feel like the story is pretty, pretty simple. Yeah, kind of straightforward. It's you know an alien on gets loose on Earth, and other aliens are tracking it down, and and meanwhile there are humans who befriend the alien, and and you know it's just a classic story. It's basically like ET. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Kind of. Um, But yeah, I mean the the. The family stuff between Nani and, and Lilo is really, really effective. Um, Nani is, is Lilo's older sister and, and trying to figure out how to raise this child who's uh, a monster. A little bit. I mean, she's. She, Lilo is awesome. She's so great. I think this was the first time that I really paid attention to 
just how Lilo and Stitch are the same exact being. Uh-huh. Down to he gets called an abomination and she says she would be an abomination if she fed if she fed the fish a tuna sandwich. Right. And uh biting somebody and them being concerned if it's infected. I Yeah. Never paid that much attention to it, I guess. <laughs> There's the part early on when uh Lilo's friends who are all bitches they By the are. way, I don't care. They're what, like eight years old? Fuck them. Yeah, they're actually five. Oh, is that are they five? <laughs> they're <Jesus>. five. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they're all younger. Okay, um, but yeah, like they're all going to play with dolls, and Lila pulls out the the doll that she has Scrump. made. What's it called? Scrump. Scrump. Yes. Uh, and they all immediately reject her, and she throws Scrump away, and then walks away. Uh, and then she comes back and picks him up and hugs him very tightly. And I remember that specifically from... Like, I, I, I'd i seen this movie before, but I didn't remember much about it. Yeah. Um, but I remembered that part specifically. It's just being like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, that part stuck with me. Yeah, pretty intense for a kid's movie. Yeah. And I think that everybody knows that Stitch is crazy, wild, you know, his badness levels. And I think that... I had I had even forgotten the focus of the movie is actually more on family than I'll, even though everyone knows that Ohana means family and family means nobody gets left behind or forgotten. But the emotional parts of it. I found a little small. <laughs> oh my and gosh. Broken. But Sturgards. <laughs> yeah. Sturgards. <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, there's there's an aspect that I I don't want to say enjoyed <laughs> appreciate it appreciate it there's a, there's a good word <laughs> I appreciate that they never spell out what happens to the parents yeah uh, it is left vague and and we get it. Uh, we, we don't need to know details. We don't need to see the Wayne's die every single fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> but how will you know Bruce Wayne's pain? <laughs> how will you know what drives him? <laughs> Where is she? Ah, <laughs> oh, you just... Breaking out all the voices. <laughs> Who, me? Hey, where does this come from? I don't know. <laughs> Lonely childhood. Watch, <laughs> watching cartoons. You said Disney was your babysitter. Batman is my babysitter. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> you both had siblings that lived with you. <laughs> my, my brother is uh, eight and a half years older than me. My brothers are 20 years older than me. Well, he, he moved out, uh, let's see, I was, I guess, 10 when he moved out, 9 <laughs> or 10, so, you know, there, there was a there was a long period there in the middle, right. where I was basically an only child. I'm the oldest, and I guess I was a deadbeat older yeah. sibling. <laughs> I forgot you were the oldest. I had my books in my movies, that's all I needed. Nice. Books in Disney. Yeah, but I, I'm again. I'm trying to think. The next movie that I can really think of after Lilo and Stitch is Brave, and her parents are alive. Yeah, yeah. and both present. 
it, it might be one of the last movies where they had the dead parents. <laughs> well, and then Frozen. And then Frozen came along, yep. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen it. Nope. The parents oh, well. died pretty early on. Okay. Yeah. Good. Oh, and they show, well, I mean, they they show it. Yeah. Do, do the, the, the pearl necklaces fall to the ground? Uh-huh, yeah, they get murdered in an alley. <laughs> in Arendelle. <laughs> They're stabbed with with scabbards. <laughs> and then Elsa goes to the alley every year and puts a rose down. Uh-huh, yeah. Made out of ice. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so lost. Yes, Father. I shall become ice. <laughs> it's a Batman thing. I assume this yeah. is yeah. more Batman. This is, yeah, this is a Batman. Got it. Yeah. Now, now, I know you've just recently seen a Batman movie, but none of that is going to No, not quite. <laughs> so you, uh, Stephanie. That's me. To, to, to be clear, who yeah, I'm speaking to. Not me. To, yeah. Uh, you, you are the former co-host of a Disney-centric podcast. Yeah. Uh, the, the Fairy Pod Mothers. Yeah. So it was Disney-centric, generally in regards to travel, but if we could get any special guests on, we would jump at the opportunity. And so, almost two years ago, um, I got to interview one of the Disney animators, and... One of her very first movies was actually Lilo and Stitch. Nice. And I went back and listened to that episode today, and her actual first Disney movie was Mulan. And I had never noticed there's a Mulan walk in Lilo and Stitch, and then she has a Mulan poster, Nani does, in her room. So I thought that was a pretty cool nod. Yeah. And then, of course, there's all the normal Disney Easter eggs, the A113, which is the the room at... Um, well, Disney Studios, where the animators worked. So in most Disney, and especially Pixar films, there will be an A113 somewhere. Yeah, I saw a couple of it in yeah. this one. I couldn't it's, remember what it referred to. Is, is A24 then? Uh, A24? <laughs> to, uh, Maybe. To Disney? <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's a film production company that uh, really pretentious people just love everything they do. Just ah. love it. Hmm. It's the best movie company that's ever existed. <laughs> I mean, they put out good movies. Clearly, because I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. they do have a few good movies yeah. for sure. <laughs> but no, so I got to talk to her about one of my favorite stories um, about Lilo and Stitch, and then kind of just like the Disney company in general. Um, so Lilo and Stitch, they had actually finished the animation. Uh, she said that it was. She, you know, used the term in the can, which they literally mean the canister. Um, and that was in late summer of 2001. And then the September 11th attacks happened. So in the original movie, which you can still find this animation out there, they, um, the end scene where they're flying through the mountains, that was originally they were flying through Honolulu. And running into buildings and stuff. And Chris oh. Sanders, yes. So Chris Sanders had even said that it was so over the top that they felt fine doing it because they literally didn't think it could ever happen. And then 
they had to go back in. So um, the at the time, they were Walt Disney Animation was at MGM Studios, which is one of the four Disney parks, and it was an actual operational animation studio. And they cleared the parks out on September 11th, and they pulled the animators from Lilo and Stitch. They pulled just a small team, and they actually gave them, like, a security detail to get back into the studio to change it. Like, that, they did not hesitate on making those changes. They immediately went through and edited it. So now they just fly through the mountains of one of the islands. Um, wow. Yeah. I just thought it was, you know, they were done. And those movies take a really long time. Yeah. And, um, and it, I, I said 2002, and it might even have been the holiday movie for 2001. Well, according to IMDb, it came out in 2002. So. 2002, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that wasn't anything they had to do. Again, it was something that seemed ridiculous. Um, I heard that they also cut a part where <laughs> <laughs> this one is dumb. Where 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 uh, where where Stitch goes? Uh, Jeff Fuel can't mount still girders. <laughs> what? It's not torture. <laughs> <laughs> Lost again. It was, it was an inside job. <laughs> no! Now I get it! No! Didn't that look like a controlled dumb <laughs> Stitch would. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel like Stitch would be a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't even get through it. <laughs> I really bungled that. I don't think Eric's going to be able to get through the rest no, of it. I don't think so. He's done. <laughs> You're done. Was there another part that was actually cut? <laughs> no. That you seem to think I was alluding to? No, no. It's just so when they put it on Disney Plus in oh, right. what? 2000. God, 19? it was 19. Yeah. 2019. Um, and it's so stupid watching it now because they have a washer and a dryer. But then there's one specific scene, and in the original movie, Lilo goes into the dryer, and some genius said they didn't want kids to, you know, they didn't want to promote kids sitting in dryers, so they changed it to a wooden box, and she uses a pizza box as the door, but then later it's back to the dryer again. Yeah. Like, it looks like an oven in, in the I know, it's a it Hansel did, and Gretel... Yeah. It's very kind strange. Now. So, but they they herbied that scene. Yeah, or et eat it. They replaced the replace the guns with walkie talkies. Oh Which dear. Spielberg regrets now. Yeah, because everybody needs guns. He fucking should regret it. Yeah, he should. <laughs> no, I this thought... is America. <laughs> I thought I owned the Blu-ray, and I was looking for it today. So that we could watch the original dryer version. Mm. No, no. <laughs> the child endangerment cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I want my kids to see. Damn right. Get that started, Snipe Cider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
so early on, uh, I mean, like within minute one, uh, there's a character that's introduced, uh, the, the alien captain. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I said, is that Clancy Brown? Uh, it is not. Clancy it's Brown. not, really? Oh, yeah. oh, it sounds so much like him. Yep. And I uh, realized that uh, this is also not the only time that I've ever gotten these two people confused. Okay. Uh, it is a voice actor by the name of Kevin Michael Richardson. Oh, okay. And I guess when they can't get Clancy Brown, they get Kevin Michael Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he does do a ton of voice work, but uh, he sounds a lot like Clancy Brown. He does. Who was, uh, did you happen to see who uh, Bubbles was? Uh, Ving Rhames. Was that Ving Rhames? Okay. Which is weird, because uh, in his introduction scene, when uh, he's just sitting in a car, uh, after uh, Nani like kicks the car and calls him a stupid head, yeah. uh, we just see the back of his head. And I wanted to say out loud, hey, it's Marcellus Wallace. <laughs> he didn't, did he have a bandaid on the back of his head? He did not. Uh. <laughs> you, you don't know this reference, no. No. Uh, but then when I looked it up and saw that it was actually Ving Rhames that played him, yeah. I was flabbergasted. That's awesome. Uh, Ving Rhames played in the movie Pulp Fiction a character named Marcellus Wallace. Oh, oh. <laughs> Who, uh, and of course, Ving Rhames himself is also a giant bald black man with earrings. <laughs> right. So I feel like they clearly just modeled this guy after Ving Rhames. Yeah. It worked. It was effective. Yep. yep. Uh, Cobra Bubbles. Yes. <laughs> I've heard that you can never be angry when you say the word bubbles, which hmm. there's an episode of Taskmaster that disproved that. But I just love Cobra Bubbles because he tries to be so tough and hardcore. And, Dude, your name's Bubbles. <laughs> Who was the like the head alien, like queen or whatever? Oh, I did, did you have to see who that was? Okay. Not you know? I don't. Okay. No, the one that that I did no research. For I this. didn't know, and it kind of blew me away. Is Nani is Tia Carrera? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hot in real life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so I got very stupidly happy uh, when the uh, character of Pleakley shows up. Yeah. Uh, voiced by Kevin McDonald. Hell yeah. Of, uh, Kids in the Hall fame. <laughs> uh, and also because then it solidified for me that this... Uh, this movie seemed, I think, really inspire Invader Zim. Okay. Uh, just, you know, alien, uh, exiled to Earth, uh, because he's kind of a monstrosity amongst his people. <laughs> uh, some major differences in Vader's in is a little dark. Okay. Uh, but, you know, he, he's an alien who uh, nobody likes, so they get rid of him. Uh, he, he's uh, from a race of conquering aliens that uh, take over planets in the galaxy, and they give him Earth because nobody cares about Earth. Nice. Except for the mosquitoes, they're protected. <laughs> I did like the mosquito twist at the end. Yeah. That was nice. Uh, but yeah, Kevin McDonald played uh, one of the uh, the leader aliens on, on Invader Zim. He was uh, one of the tallest. Nice. Because that's the ranking in the uh, Invader Zim uh, <laughs> species, is how tall you are. Of course. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> um, uh, the Grand Councilwoman, I yeah. guess, uh, Zoe Caldwell. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, no idea. No idea. I thought I thought her voice sounded familiar, but uh, but no, I'm not familiar with her. Yeah. So I don't know if it's different for movies, but I've been thinking about it, and I if you could try to look it up. So I listened to Office Ladies, and they said that in the episode of The Office where Dwight is singing Cats in the Cradle, and he actually plays it, they spent $27,000 for the, like, 15, less than 15 second clips that Dwight does. I want to know how much they paid for all of the Elvis songs. Probably half of the budget, I would imagine. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Is that why Winona had to sing at the end? They Probably. went out of Elvis' budget? No, that was so they could, no, it wouldn't have been an Oscar because it was a cover. <laughs> but they had to have a radio hit. Yeah, and probably, uh, yeah, probably made them money by having her record that song. Hmm. Yeah. At least gave something to have on a soundtrack other than just Elvis' greatest hits. Exactly. <laughs> I do. And, I, and Alan Silvestri lightly ripping off John Williams. Yeah. Uh, so the, the uh, voice of Jumba is, is someone that, uh, Appreciate, uh, Is Jumba the scientist? Yes. Okay. The, the idiot scientist or evil genius, however you prefer. <laughs> right. Uh, he was voiced by uh, the Martian Manhunter himself. David Ogden Sears? That is right. Hell yeah. That's awesome. You would know him better from MASH. Yeah. <laughs> Which you hate. Pass. Of all of the people who've played Martian Manhunter, David Ogden Steers will always be my Martian Manhunter. <laughs> and you and I are the only people that have ever seen that. <laughs> uh, for the listener slash Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you too have a vacant look on your face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Martian Manhunter is a DC superhero. Uh, and in the early 90s? 1997. Uh, okay, late, late 90s. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Later than you would expect. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> CBS produced a never-aired Justice League TV movie. Oh. It was a pilot for a series. Yep. That, that did that not get picked up. Did not get picked up. Never aired. So it's only available via bootleg. Uh, and, and uh, the character of Martian Manhunter appears briefly, played by a man in his 60s. <laughs> Heavily in shadow. Heavily in shadow. Painted green. Painted green. <laughs> what color are his tights? Uh, I don't know that we really see his tights. Yeah. He's mostly shrouded in his cloak. Yep. <laughs> he, he wears a blue cape. No capes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find the Lilo and Stitch Wikipedia to see if uh, they have any answers to the Elvis question. Was there an animated, was there a spinoff too with the with David Ogden Steers and Kevin McDonald's characters as well? I feel like I don't know. Maybe I made that up. <laughs> I think there was. Or maybe they I just featured they, heavily in the TV show. They definitely get more airtime in, you know, subsequent iterations. Yeah. Because there's also a pink version of Stitch called Angel and I don't know from where she comes but hmm. she's cute and I believe she's supposed to be Stitch's love interest at some point. Of course she is. But 
Well, he's blue, she's pink. It that's works. right. Yeah, that's that, that's <laughs> that's pretty classic. That's how it works. Yeah. Oh boy. I know. And you love Disney, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm a recovering Disney adult. <laughs> no, I still love the movies, and I actually the um the two non Elvis songs in that movie, um, on my Spotify and Amazon Music. Disney playlists. Those are two that I will never ever skip over. I love those songs so much. Is it is it Hawaiian roller coaster? Hawaiian roller coaster ride. And uh, boy, it's rarity for out here in the yeah. country. It's a good thing the cats upset. Okay, but I feel like it happens a lot when I'm over here. Well, it's because you're they're, they're they're looking for a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those two songs are great. So no answer on the uh, the Elvis thing. Uh, the the soundtrack is mostly Elvis songs, and then like two or three covers of Elvis songs, <laughs> uh, and then a bunch of Alan Silvestri uh, score tracks. Yeah. Uh, there are sequels. One is called Stitch the movie. The uh, alone Stitch Two. Stitch has a glitch. Oh, Stitch has a glitch, not Stitch has a twitch. <laughs> That one Which might is be. Better. That one might be where Angel shows up. Uh, and then there's because Stitch is in heat. <laughs> <laughs> the monster requires a mate. It's a it's a Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> that just proves that Lilo and Ani are bad dog parents, <laughs> and they did not get him neutered. That's true. <laughs> she only paid two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> <You expect. laughs> I, mean, I got my cat for free, so. <laughs> uh, there's uh, Lilo and Stitch the series, and then uh, spin off Stitch with an exclamation point. Sure. And then Stitch and AI. Interesting. Yep. Terrifying. Uh huh. Is that recent? Uh, that's it's, it's Stitch and Haley Joel Osment, right? <laughs> I would pay to see that movie. <laughs> Disney's gotten a they, lot of traction with Stitch. They both just want love. <laughs> they used to have an attraction at Disney World. An AI-themed attraction? <laughs> no, those are coming, though. Horrifying. <laughs> no, it is Stitch-themed, and he escapes, and you sit down in this building, and there's shoulder harnesses, and you're like, what? What? What's going to happen? I, there was no height requirement for this. What's going on? And it's just so that they had um, all the lights go off and Stitch runs across the crowd. And so you can like feel it running across your shoulders Ugh. through the shoulder harnesses. But then he also belches in your face and they blow out like chili Fritos smell. Oh, God. Oh, I, so many people were so upset when this attraction closed down. I was not. That's horrible. I was, I was cool with that one being closed down. <laughs> uh, so Stitch and AI, or whatever it's actually pronounced, it was a Chinese spinoff. Okay, interesting. Uh, oh. it, it is a sequel, uh, like like officially, but but uh, primarily only aired in China. Okay. It takes place in China. Interesting. Uh, and it was, came out in like 2017. Huh. All right. Relatively recent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you actually just met Lilo and Stitch. I did. I had breakfast with Lilo and Stitch on Monday. Runt. In the, uh, the restaurant's called Ohana. Nice. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. 
Do you have anything Hawaiian? They had ham with pineapple on top of it because, you know, pineapple, Hawaii. Sure. Absolutely not related, but let's keep that going. (laughs) White people. Right. (laughs) Yay, colonizing. Um, No, they have... um, they have a, a juice that they call it stitch juice there. Other places in the park, they call it pog juice because it's really clever. It's passion fruit, orange, and guava juice, P-O-G. Mm. Um, but there they call it stitch juice, and that's really good. And I think more native Hawaiian flavors than pineapple. Um, but really, it's just because the characters come around, and it's in the Polynesian building. Nice. Which is the name of the resort, uh, which is actually where the Beatles broke up. Just a band. Yeah. <laughs> As discussed last week. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wasn't here for that. If you, if you do a shot after you drink the pog juice, is it called a slammer instead of a chaser? Oh my god! <laughs> Only if you're in Alabama? Okay, alright. Yeah, has, has, to come, has to come from the Pog region of Alabama. Otherwise, it's just a, just a chaser. Just a sparkling chaser. I'm never invited back on again. Joe's not invited back on again. I feel like this is me. Oh, man. Congratulations on the new co-host. <laughs> Stitch, he's back in Pog form. <laughs> Man, I wonder how much a Stitch Pog would go for right now. Oh, okay, you won't be back. <laughs> I say that phrase a lot. And, well, they refer to him as an alien life form at one point. I was like, Elf Stitch! <laughs> Didn't Elf also have a thing with water? Um, or ca- I mean, I know cats. I don't think so. Are you thinking of ground ones? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this movie was great. It really was. I really uh, enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, like You're I said, welcome. I, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know anything about it going ahead except, like, like I said, I knew he was an alien. I did not know he was uh, a genetically modified monstrosity. <laughs> yeah, an abomination. He's doomsday. <laughs> And yeah, unstoppable destruction a, machine. Yep. Yeah, I had no idea that that's what he was there for. So uh, we can celebrate on June 26th this year now? Uh, okay. Six sure. Two six? Yeah. I mean, as long as it doesn't conflict with my 426 uh, plans. Is that, or 427? 427. Uh, April 27th, isn't that like Alien Day or something? Oh, like I have that? no idea. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Let's see if Jason Young were here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's rude that Disney has invaded uh, Pride Month with both <laughs> 616 and 626. Come on. Now, to be fair, the 616 only came through a corporate acquirement. <laughs> That's true. Okay, fine. I, I was also going to say this is your, the second Disney movie that you've picked in a row. It is. We've watched Wakanda Forever. Yep. <laughs> which, which, you know what? Make sure a Disney princess. <laughs> Damn right it does. 
But it also makes Marge Simpson a Disney princess, kind of. Kind of. I would say Lisa and, and Maggie are yeah. one of the Disney yeah. princesses. <laughs> it also made Anastasia a Disney princess, finally. That's like the one non-Disney movie that has gotten into the Disney realm. People yeah. always think Anastasia is Disney. Never seen it. Oh, it's so good. Wasn't there something like you told me about, I think, like, it's a movie with, like, a princess, but she's not officially allowed to be a Disney princess. Oh, boy, yes. I mean, if you want me to go into this right now, <laughs> just to uh, just to flex the what, Disney muscles. What else have we got going on? Okay, so <laughs> Disney Princess is an actual licensed name. And so they have to be officially, they have to either be born into it, married into it, or have an act of bravery. And so you have your classic, you know, Snow White, she was born into it, um, Sleeping Beauty, born into it, um, Cinderella, married into it, etc. So when Anna and Elsa came on the scene, they became princesses for a brief time, but then Disney realized that the Frozen franchise was much more lucrative on its own. So they rescinded their princess titles. And so it's now Disney Princesses and Disney Frozen. And they are in their own category. Wow. Yes. That's asinine. And (laughs) Moana is not yet an official Disney princess. Merida was the first official Pixar princess. um, Which they haven't really had any. Pixar hasn't had any other movies they consider Vanellope von Schweetz a honorary princess, though. Who's that? From Wreck-It, Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. She's adorable. Voiced by Sarah Silverman. Right. There's a really cute picture of... I wish that movie had a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that one. Have you? Is it bad? Is that what you're saying? Okay, gotcha. But it's not bad! <laughs> the princess scene is the best part of that entire movie, though. It's the only good part of that entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Moana has been on the scene and she has not been a Disney princess. She's not part of Frozen. She's just waiting. Just still waiting. Racism. But they have exactly I think The Rock is bringing that one down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard that the hierarchy of power in the Disney princess universe was about to change. How so? I don't know. I'm just waiting for it to happen. I think Halle Bailey is going to upset everything. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. I'm here for it. Um, no, they have, they actually have like this kind of like induction thing where they get introduced as the, as an official Disney princess at Disney World and the princess comes out and they have like a coronation. Oh, cool. That's insane. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. It is absolutely insane. But I just, I love the, the, the Anna and Elsa part, which they're both queens now anyway, so they couldn't be princesses, and maybe that's why they were taken out. Maybe once they started writing Frozen 2, they knew that uh, they could no longer be part of the princess franchise. Hmm. See, this is, this is kind of why I wanted you on the show. Oh man, I can keep to, going. To just provide a different level of nerdery than <laughs> normally provided every week, and to give Joe's parents something new to listen to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I hope you guys are enjoying this, Mom and Dad. There was, there was more that I was just thinking of. Do tell. 
I can't. I, I it, it, it left. It's gone. It'll come back. It always does. Probably once the mics are off, I'll remember. I mean, all of our best podcast oh, conversations happen. I do remember. Mic. It's true. So it there is, is there is one princess that has been forgotten, and this has angered me for a long time. And actually, the Avengers are what really made me get angry about this. Is it Black Widow? No, it was actually Star Lord. But okay. that has, She's a it, princess? it actually has nothing to do with Chris Pratt, but fuck that guy. <laughs> so <laughs> there was a movie in 2007 called Enchanted, and it starts off animated and then it moves into live action. This is the one I was thinking of. My story. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, so her name's Giselle, and she's played, voiced and played by Amy Adams, and I always wanted her to be one of the characters for meet and greets. I don't, I don't really care for meet and greets in the park. Not my thing, but I really wanted a Giselle meet and greet. And we, and I, by we I mean the collective Disney people, were told that they can't have Giselle as a princess in the parks because she is actually played and seen as Amy Adams. And they can't have Amy Adams in the park every single time Giselle would make an appearance. First of all, why not? But second of all, several years later... Fucking Star-Lord and Black Widow show up at Disneyland with their faces out and everything. And it's not Chris Pratt. Well, yeah, and all the Avengers are in Avengers Park. Yeah, whatever. and it's not Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. So I still demand that we get Giselle. <laughs> and honestly, I think Disney could probably afford to just throw whatever they wanted at Amy Adams. <laughs> probably. I would also like a meet and greet with Amy Adams. Did, Who wouldn't? Yeah. Did, you haven't watched Disenchanted yet. I have not. You told me it was disappointing, and so I've avoided it. Okay, but it has Amy Adams, and she's all grown up, and... <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I, I hope she, not that she's ever going to hear this, but again, thick. <laughs> and totally here for it. Is, uh, is Anne Hathaway from The Princess Diaries, is she a Disney princess? She's not. No? no. Okay. No. The Disney movie? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Mia Thermopolis. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Is James Marsden a Disney princess? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody should be. He is a Disney king, sir. <laughs> is Adele Dazeem in the Enchanted? <laughs> Isn't she? Did I make that up? I think she is. She is, yeah. yeah. She's uh, Patrick Dempsey's uh, fiance. That's and right. And yep. they break up and she gets with James Marsden. Yeah. Which in your review of Enchanted when you said that that was the best use of James Marsden. It absolutely is. He yep. was made for that role. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually working at the Disney store when that movie <laughs> came out and I really, I, I do actually regret not buying some of the Giselle merchandise. Because they had like her wedding dress, which is gigantic. And I, I didn't want kids at the time, though, so it would have been pointless for me to buy the dress for the future daughter. Well, she oh, it wasn't adult-sized. Okay. No, no, That's no, That's disappointing. No. No, they don't make them. I mean, you, you are short, so. Not that short. <laughs> uh, uh, how, many, how many times do you think you've been to Disney? I, and you've only been to the one in Florida, which I never remember which one it actually is. That's Disney World. World. Okay. It's the most and I magical only, place on Earth. I only remember that because Disneyland and Hollywood Land oh, are in the same state. It's a good demonic go. yeah. <laughs> If I could get everybody to I remember think, that. I think that's why they called it Disneyland. 
and, and George Reeve gets murdered in both? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At both parks every day. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's up in the air whether it's a murder or a suicide. But yeah, it happens every day. <laughs> Do they just play both ways? Uh huh. Yeah. Nice. Well, actually, I mean, it's just so that the house is sort of up on a hill. Oh, okay. And then they, they bring groups by. And then you just see the flash and hear the bang from inside the window. Uh, and the tour guide is like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> but Superman is dead. <laughs> and then they move on. That was good. Thank you. Because that gave me the opportunity to count. Yeah. No, I, I saw you were doing things, so I decided to just mapping. <laughs> mapping over here. Um, I think that wrapped up my 12th visit. Okay. And the, then the I've been recent. on two Disney cruises. Never been, have you? When I was real young, right. I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah, but I don't remember anything about it. Other than the the ball at Epcot. Yes, which is one of the best rides there. I don't remember going in, I just remember seeing it. Yeah. And being like, hey, that's really cool looking giant ball thing. Uh, you said you don't remember, but but, but maybe deep down you can... You can dig in and, and uh, terrified or not of uh, the, the Disney characters walking around with giant heads. I don't remember. Okay. Well, so I the, imagine I, I don't feel scarred by it, so I imagine I probably wasn't terrified. <laughs> so Florida is going to Florida, and they don't actually just walk around at Disney World. They are in specific spots, and you go to them, and you can reserve times to go to them. Um, they are in the parades and the cavalcades, but that's it. Now in Disneyland, where they can have nice things, the characters do actually just walk around and the meet and greets are spontaneous and they seem to be more fun from what I can see. I've, uh, every time you've mentioned meeting one of the characters, I always think about, uh, the, the much superior podcast, Comedy Bang Bang, Mm -hmm. uh, and the host of that, Scott Ackerman, telling a story about his time working uh, at Disneyland uh, as a character, uh, Brother Bear, I believe. I think that's right, yeah. And uh, getting lost. <laughs> yeah, like, you're only supposed to be in the suit for a certain amount of time. <laughs> and he ended up being in it for, like, almost an hour. Because he can't take off his head. Because he can't take off his head, and, and, like, someone had to come find him. It was like, Brother Bear, what are you doing here? <laughs> to get on Pirates of the Caribbean or something. <laughs> he's, oh no, he's about to pass out. <laughs> so the uh, the animator who I interviewed, she worked on Brother Bear. Oh. Just bringing it all back. Nice. Um, you know, they have really strict rules. So number one, they don't play the character they're friends with. <laughs> so... Because if a child heard some, you know, actor saying, oh, I played Belle... No, no. You're friends with Belle. Sure. <laughs> and they, one of the um, utilities of the Utilidors under the Magic Kingdom and Epcot and the I'm other... I'm sorry, what is a Utilidor? <laughs> <laughs> so Magic Kingdom is actually on the second story and they have an underground like tunnel network. And part of that is to make sure that a kid doesn't see Mickey Mouse in Town Square and then walk out and see him where he needs to be in two spots at once. Like, they can't ever be in two places at the same time where a kid could conceivably see them. Mm, okay. So they can go 
into the Utilidors and move about without being seen. It's also where they do trash disposal and uh, they have their cafeteria. The <laughs> All of them. And Walt's body is cryogenically frozen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, um, there was, I think it was an aerial who was fired um, because Ariel and Jack Sparrow were making out in an area where guests could see them. Yeah, And they don't exist in the same world. It was actually, so. yes, Johnny Depp. That's, <laughs> yes, that's the problem is that they don't right. exist in the same worlds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it's a closer world than, say, you know... They are both aquatic themes. Exactly. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like they're Ari- both on the sea. Ariel and Buzz Lightyear or something, <laughs> right? <laughs> Ariel and Woody. And I'm here for that. Run like the wind, bullseye! <laughs> but he's from the other studio. Right. <laughs> Have you seen Ralph Rex the Internet? No. Oh, so that's one of the best things is Merida starts talking. And they can't understand her. And Vanellope leans over and she's like, what did she say? And I think it's Rapunzel's like, oh, she's from the other studio. (laughs) (laughs) Which Amazing. Wreck-It Ralph, I guess that isn't Pixar, is it? That's just a regular Disney Disney animation. Good facsimile. Yeah. So, yeah, I would highly recommend Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, definitely. If, if, like me, you've never seen it in the 20-plus years it's been uh, available. Yeah, or if you've seen it and didn't remember anything about it. There you go. Yeah, it's definitely worth a rewatch as an older person. So, uh, during this part of the show, uh, I know you've never listened, so... (laughs) We we usually ask each other, uh, oh, what's made us happy this past week? Uh, as a way to avoid the crushing feelings of depression that we constantly experience. So, Stephanie, what's making you happy this past week? Oh, boy. I guess I probably should have warned you. Yeah, yeah you go first. Uh, Joe. I can go first, sure. Uh, I went to a, uh, a music concert. What? Uh, two nights ago. Okay, what'd you uh, see? I saw Muse. Alrighty. And Evanescence. Wow! <laughs> and you didn't invite me? I'm sorry. On a what? Monday night? <laughs> it was a Tuesday night. Tuesday, oh yeah. <laughs> well, on Monday you were in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Dealing uh, with domestic disputes. Uh, what? Yeah, so it was, it was primarily Muse concert, <laughs> but uh, with special guest Evanescence. Now, wow. I don't know Muse, but... I know Evanescence, the yeah. lead, mostly from the Daredevil soundtrack. Right. Um, I wouldn't assume that they are similar types of bands. I mean, sort of. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they're 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 you know heavy rock. Okay. Um, you know, vocal driven. I feel like. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely uh, Evanescence. Definitely feels of a time. Sure. Uh, whereas I two thousand. Three, 2003, exactly, yeah. yes. Um, whereas whereas Muse has definitely uh, evolved some since then. Um, but yeah, I feel like it was they, they complimented, uh, or Evanescence complimented Muse very well. Yeah. Um, but the it, it was the first time I've been to like a big arena rock show. Oh, okay. Uh, and it was fucking awesome. Where was it? <laughs> it was at Nationwide Arena. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, there was fire, and there were costume changes, <laughs> and there was confetti and streamers, 
and multiple giant set changes. Um, it was it was amazing. I loved it. Just when you say like first arena, like like ever? Yeah, I think so. Huh. Like so, the the only other time I think I've ever seen a concert in an arena was uh, I saw Ben Folds at UD Arena, which was I mean, significantly I, smaller show okay. than this was. I, I, I mean, because you go to quite a bit, at least pre-pandemic. Yeah, uh, you 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 and uh, your your wife had gone to quite a lot of music shows that I, I am aware of. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm honestly shocked that none of them have ever been like stadium shows. Yeah, no, never. I mean, like amphitheaters, sure. Like outdoor <laughs> stuff. Um, but never, never anything as large, huh. uh, as, as this production was. It was, it was, uh, I, I, I told people it was spectacular in that it was literally a spectacle <laughs> and I loved it. It was great. I mean, I haven't been one to one since uh, 2002. Oh, wow. Uh, it's probably going to be the last one I ever go to. Yeah. Um, that was Lilo and Stitch the musical. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Lilo and Stitch on ice. Right. <laughs> I just, uh, I, because I brought it up, I did see Disney on ice when I was a kid at the Hair Arena. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> You know, I don't think I've ever actually been to a Disney on Ice performance. Well, the hair arena doesn't exist anymore. So. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the that's the thing that has, has brought me a fair amount of joy. This that's week. awesome. It was really cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie, I like Muse. I you you would know a Muse song if you you absolutely would. Okay, yeah. you've heard them in my car before. I know. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess mine would be as much as I you know didn't want it to be <laughs> going to Disney World this past weekend um, because Disney World is better without my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so really, is the thing that brought you joy being away from your children? <laughs> no, no, it was definitely Disney World without the kids. Okay. No, only because they just get so tired. Like it is, it is a really hard. Is because they're not legal drinking age yet. Well, that's true. Also, yeah, I gotta start planning their twenty first birthdays. Yeah, we might become universal people after this. Um, but no, it was it was a good time. Um, shockingly, my favorite ride there is the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which I never thought I would say. I have heard that's a really good ride. It's so much fun, and uh, they cycle through six different songs, and it does change the ride experience a little bit. There was one particular song, and I finally got it this last time, and it was a good time. Nice. Yeah, so still riding that high, I guess. Excellent. Eric? Um, So, I mean, you know, I could be... Do the cheesy thing and say just you know having both of you here uh, at the same time doing this show, but fuck that. Yeah, um, <laughs> don't, do, don't do that. Uh, Batman the movie. Yeah, I was I was gonna say that honestly. <laughs> uh, Stephanie came over and we watched uh, the '60s Batman movie with Adam West, uh, which is, I mean, I will often say that Batman and Robin is my favorite Batman movie, but. In, in a way, it kind of is, but the 60s Batman movie is the best Batman movie. Right. <laughs> uh, and the reason I like Batman and Robin so much is because it does have a lot of the same flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but man, there there's just nothing that beats the near perfection of Adam West and Burt Ward. Uh, 
uh, and the roster of villains. The only time a comic book movie has ever had multiple villains and worked. And of course, you know, every time I, every time Joker puts on that mask, I don't know who he is anymore. <laughs> I know, yeah. Joker, Penguin, all of them. Yep. No idea. I mean, it took me a good 20 minutes to figure out that that was Alfred driving the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't even put makeup over his mustache like the Joker does. I mean, come on. <laughs> Did I miss that somehow? No, yeah, Cesar, I guess so. Yeah, Cesar Romero refused uh, to shave. Refused to shave his mustache when he played the Joker, so they just put makeup over his mustache. Yep. Huh? Because it was his signature. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't think I ever noticed until like I read it somewhere that that was what had happened. And yeah. Then every time I've seen him after that, it's like, okay, yeah, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> but as a kid, I never noticed. <laughs> what is it with DC and mustaches? That's that's an ongoing thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why couldn't they just CGI it out? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, why couldn't they just put makeup over Henry Cavill's mustache? <laughs> it probably would have worked better. It probably would have. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I like I like movies that don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. Uh, you kept asking me yesterday, uh, as we were watching it, so what happened to Batman? <laughs> <laughs> You mean in that movie or between then and now? Between then and now. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, and I could not fully answer it other than just DC. Like, like I tried to explain that, I mean, as much as I love the Batman movie and, and the TV series, uh, you know, it did also sort of ruin a lot of just the perception of comics mm-hmm. uh, in the mainstream public, and particularly Batman. Uh, and so DC just swung hard to the complete opposite direction. Uh, and it eventually led to just some dumb bullshit. <laughs> I know, I know the difference, but it is one of the reasons that I avoided Marvel movies for so long was because I thought that they were all just going to be like dark and moody and I don't want that. And, um, so then when I finally did get around to watching them, I was like, oh, okay, these are actually really funny and good and. I mean, it, it took a long-ass time for, for comic book movies to stop trying to be so serious. Yeah. Because uh, every time they, they attempted to make one that wasn't quite so serious, it would get critically panned and then bomb. And, like, Joe and I discovered, like, we watched Steel about a year, year and a half ago. And it's not a great movie. But it's fun. Oh, yeah. I really loved it. And, and when, when is that from? That's uh, from 97. Yeah. Okay. Shaquille O'Neal. It was uh, what? <laughs> based off of a Superman spinoff. <laughs> not, not what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yep. One of three Shaquille O'Neal movies. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Blue yeah. Chips, this. And, and Kazam. Like, cause, yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe an Adam Sandler movie that maybe he appeared in. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's goofy and it's fun and, and it doesn't take itself seriously and, uh, and it bombed horribly and, and that combined with like Batman and Robin turned into like every superhero movie now from now on has to be like dark and serious and Mm -hmm. everybody wears black (laughs) and and that kind of ruined things for quite a while. Yeah. 
but but at the same time, you know, the '60s Batman also ruined things for a while. <laughs> but it's fucking great. Yeah, everything's cyclical. Yeah. But I've always said, you know, my, my favorite Batman is a well-adjusted Batman, and there there's no more well-adjusted Batman than the Adam West version. And, and if I had to pick one, maybe over the Adam West would be the Brave and the Bold animated series. Yeah. It, it might be, like, a, a strong second runner for best Batman. Feels like a spiritual sort of cousin of yeah, that show, yeah. for sure. And, and it's not to say, like, you know, obviously I love the Tim stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I like the Michael Keaton movies, and, mm. but they also have a lot more in common with the 60s show than, than a lot of people want to, uh, or, or will deny that it has. Yeah. You know, even Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns is very heavily laid into the, the 60s version of Batman. Definitely. It's just, what if it was really dark and serious, but it's still the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> And then everybody was just like, Batman must always be just an angsty. And, oh. Yeah. <laughs> People took the wrong lessons from the 80s. Yep, and then we get, uh, you know, Christopher Nolan and Ben Affleck doing their bullshit all over the TV and movies. <laughs> anyway, that's Batman Corner. Yeah, this, this has been Batman's Batman's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Is that frequent? A lot of Batman talk in this episode. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Pretty standards. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, do, you, do you have anything to promote? No. Okay. Nope. I mean, you can still listen to the Fairy Pod Mothers if you want to. It is still going, but I'm not on it anymore. All right. I, I honestly, I thought it just uh, ended because no. you, you bailed. No. No, I wish I was that powerful. <laughs> no, it's still it's still going on. I I. Did you get replaced, or uh, they're, they're just carrying on without you? No, I'm still technically um, one of the hosts. I just you haven't been hiatus. on in a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're doing a rotation now, so I think there's like nine of us. But I'm not even a travel agent anymore. All the rest of them are travel agents, so I should probably just leave the group. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no drama, so it's not fun to just be in the group. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's still but, going on. They just kind of do a rotating cast, I guess. Yeah, sure, but your old episodes are all still. Yeah, they're available. all still there. Yeah. I was, I was on fifty plus episodes, I think. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Right. Well, thanks for being on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for for bringing some some Disney knowledge with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I mean, you know, as you just heard the last twenty minute Batman discussion. <laughs> It's nice to have uh, other nerd point of views on. Oh, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so, so uh, which one of you wants to pick a movie for next week? I guess I will. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, no. Do I get to pick a movie next I, week? Because I, I, no. I thought I, it was your turn. I no. guess I will, <laughs> he said sternly. <laughs> I guess I will. <laughs> Uh, I was scrolling through uh, <laughs> HBO Max today, looking at what's leaving at the end of this month. Okay. Uh, and there's a movie that's on my list, and that I believe is on your list as well. Okay. Uh, that will be gone at the end of this month, so I figured we should watch that and uh, and make sure that it doesn't disappear from our lives. Uh, I would like to watch the Bob Odenkirk action movie, Nobody. <laughs> 
Excellent. Yes, Excellent. I'm, I'm fully on board. I'm. I've honestly been saving it for uh, the show. Aww. Uh, and then just keep getting sidestepped. Uh, so, so thank you for picking it. I, I guess the impetus for it uh, is that it's going to be gone from HBO. Yes, <laughs> but I mean, it'll, it'll. Well, I guess probably by the time the episode comes out, it'll be gone. But. Right. But uh, it'll still be there for us to watch and enjoy, hopefully. And, and also, I'm sure it'll be back. Oh, oh, yeah. HBO. Right. Nobody knows what the fuck is there <laughs> uh, So, yeah, nobody for next week. Yeah, starring action star Bob Odenkirk. Right. Of Mr. Show. Action star, heart attack survivor. I Cal Sal himself. Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> We'll be back. We'll be back next week. Join us, won't you? Yes, I will. All right, goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on the Viewmasters. Masters.